Hello, villainous heroes, and welcome to the Villainous Manager podcast, an audio show where we attempt to see the world through the eyes and wicked styles of our favorite Disney villains. I am your host, Will Vargas. So sit back, relax, and listen as we flip the script and dive into the leadership, management, and creativity of the miscreants we all hate to love and love to hate. I wanted to take a moment um, before I dive into the episode to just say thank you to all of you guys who have been listening to the podcast since it released on Halloween day. Thank you for all of your reviews, all of your feedback, and giving me all those five-star reviews. I am really grateful. Um, and I can't wait to keep working on more episodes for you. Today's episode is exciting to say the least. I know I probably call all the villains exciting and fun and the best of them all, but I know for sure that today's episode will be special, probably because it's the most contemporary and the most recent and perhaps the most relevant to, to the society that we live in today. I mean, all of our villains will be relevant, but this particular villain literally just had a movie released this year. She is feisty, she is incredibly confident, she is enviably stylish, and she's kind of cruel. She even kills puppies and she doesn't even care. She is Cruella DeVille. <laughs> what a villain. I mean, Disney really knows how to cultivate fear among young generations. What kind of a person actually kills puppies and creates a lucrative business out of it with absolutely no remorse? I know there are some freaky villains out there, but this one, I mean, she's lucky she doesn't live in the 21st century or else Gen Sears and millennials would really get to her. But at the end of the day, all horrors and all shock aside, you've got to admit that Cruella is femme fatale. Like most Disney female villains, she oozes that sly, sexy confidence. She can kill you with her side eye and she always, always gets her way. And her beauty quite literally kills. Cruella de Vil, as you may remember, is the main antagonist of Disney's 1961 animated feature film, 101 Dalmatians. She originally first appeared in the Duty Smith novel, The 101 Dalmatians. She is an eccentric, fashion-obsessed Harris who wishes to use the skins of 909 Dalmatian puppies to create a spotted fur coat. She is often regarded as a witch or a devil woman, and it's clear that her infatuation with fur eventually drives her to murderous insanity. She literally kidnaps and slaughters just to satisfy her mania, but she is perhaps one of the most incarnate, famous incarnations of Disney villains and is considered to be a primary member of the Disney villain franchise. And I'm not surprised. So before we begin with our episode, and yes, there are some things we can learn from a puppy killer, I want to forewarn you that we'll be talking about the latest Cruella movie, starting Emma Stone. Yes, the 1961 is fantastic, and Glenn Close Cruella is also lots of fun and iconic, but I wanted to focus on Emma Stone's Cruella mainly because I feel this movie um, provides a complete portrait of Cruella, and it goes um, into the greedy-needy details of where she comes from, of who she really is and why she does the things that she does. 
and we're kind of pretty lucky to have this movie and it's also so good like incredibly good so i don't know if you are fashion obsessed or you come from the retail industry um this movie is literally like i don't know it's like the modern the devil wears prada so if you haven't watched the movie i suggest that you pause this right this second like right now if you haven't watched it right now just just pause it go watch it and then come back to this podcast and press play and then come back to this podcast because there will be some spoilers ahead all right let's get into it as i mentioned one of the things i really loved about this movie was how it goes deep into Cruella's life story we get a chance to see her childhood which is such an important factor in understanding who these villains really are As her origin story unfolds, we realize that young Stella has an incredible amount of talent from the very beginning. I specifically love that her mother allowed her a space to freely express herself through different mediums in fashion. But if we flash forward nearly 10 years, we see Stella working incredibly hard just to accomplish her dreams. It is at this point that we begin to see the early beginnings of her very shady life. She partners up with Horace and Jasper, who are two professional thieves who show her the ins and outs of stealing. And in doing so, Stella quickly discovers that she can use her talent to create various customs in aid to her villainous schemes. It was through these quite unfortunate and not necessary ethical moments that Stella really cultivated her creativity and talent for her craft granting her the opportunity to gain the practice she needed to become the skilled seamstress and designer that we all love her to be. And ironically enough, these key moments help Stella develop her skills in stealing. And I don't mean stealing as the morally wrong thing you should never do, like, you know, stealing a candy or something, but as a secret skill every artist should adopt. There is highly valuable um there's a highly valuable saying in our creative department which goes we still like an artist. In our current industry, we don't have the time to sit in front of our laptop and design graphics from scratch, so we end up stealing. We take from those we admire, from those we uh we've been inspired by, and from those who've left a legacy. And then we adopt them into our own um designs. And this is perhaps the essence of today's episode and even probably the whole entire manager uh, villainous manager series. It's okay to steal. It's okay to try to emulate what others do because trust me in the case of our favorite villains there are definitely a few things we should all steal from. Stealing helps develop your skills. It pushes your boundaries and dares you to think in the shoes of someone else. Of course, I hope I don't have to keep saying this. I mean creatively stealing. Please don't try to rob a bank or anything. But today, we'll be talking about what we can steal from fashion queen Corella herself. And as leaders, there's definitely a few things. I'm sure you're wondering what on earth we can steal as managers or leaders. And no, it's not money. But if we think about the ability to lead as an ongoing creative process with essential skills to learn, then we are more open and receptive to stealing from those who've really got it made. AKA, you know who. There are observations that I loved from Cruella that I think are great um 
value to making you the best villainous manager. So let's break them down, shall we? One of the first things we learn and something that I've already touched upon is the art of stealing. Um, like already mentioned before, stealing is a huge benefit in the creative industry. But stealing shouldn't be limited to just art. There's value in co-opting certain behaviors and certain qualities of the leaders that we admire the most. These individuals have established an unprecedented path for all of us and have proven that their tactics are incredibly valuable. Not all leaders are created equal and not all leaders are the right fit for all teams. But finding a leader whose behavior, whose sense of professional ethics, and whose leadership capacity you admire will automatically set you up to be the best leader that you can be. Find someone you really respect, whether it be in your own industry or whether it be in your personal life or elsewhere. Find someone you think their attributes would make you into a better team leader. And just steal, steal their processes, steal their way of thinking, how they organize themselves, anything you'll find that you'll be developing skills you thought you'll never have. Make and set goals. Corella really shines a light on the importance of the art of goal making. Corella wasn't always living her dream. She wasn't always the most powerful designer, fashionista, superstar there ever was. She struggled and in today's capitalist society, there is a cheesy and corny and incredibly overdone to say that a struggle is real. Everyone struggles. But your struggles will only be perpetual if you don't set goals. And Cruella always had one thing in mind. To become the best fashion designer she always wanted to be. And she stuck by it. Cruella really wanted to work for a local retailer, which would then give her the opportunity to develop a career in the fashion industry. Jasper, one of the conniving thieves she befriends, gets her a job there cleaning bathrooms. But she always kept pushing and she always kept persisting. As leaders and managers, you should always be conscious of where your end goal stands. And it can sometimes feel so overwhelming to carry on the weight of leading a team that you can lose sight of where exactly you want to end up. But that's part of the struggle and part of being a great leader is seeing beyond those limitations and valuing your end goal. Make and take risk. It's okay. Krilla did it and it got her far. You'll never know unless you try and you won't try unless you risk it. And that's okay because risk taking is part of what makes a team and a team leader successful. Krilla, sick of cleaning bathrooms, really took the risk when she made a window change. It wasn't her responsibility nor her job to do so, but her calling as a natural fashion designer really made her take the risk that would prove her talent. Embrace the skills and talents that you have. No one can take those away from you. While being a leader is synonymous with taking initiative, it can sometimes feel wrong or weird to take risky initiatives. But your abilities will always shine about, uh, above your insecurities, and they will lead you to happy accidents. And trust me, happy accidents really change the course of both your professional and personal lives. So, factor in risk as part of a career, as a valuable asset, and consider how important it is towards accomplishing your career goals. Next up, we've got the art of knowledge. Stella knew her trade. She knew her industry well, and her design spoke even louder. Stella knew she was good, and she didn't even need the affirmation of others. She believed in herself. 
value the knowledge and wisdom you have over the craft and industry you work in. I'm going to share a huge spoiler alert, so be alert. So in the film, Stella realizes that her mom was killed by the Baroness. This drives Cruella off the cliff and her grief turns into revenge, a thrilling adventure to destroy the Baroness and all she represents. In order to accomplish her evil plan, Stella, now Cruella, decided to create her own fashion house and label. Cruella could not do it alone, so she needed help to plot her revenge against the Baroness. So Cruella recruited a team, which brings forth our next observation. This probably goes without saying, but you're probably in the position you are in now because you know a thing or two about it. But this also means knowing how to use the tools we have on hand to create something much more powerful and meaningful. When Corella first started working, she had very limited resources available. She and her team literally made a dress out of garbage. And again, in today's capitalist society, we really need to learn to manage our way through the limited resources we may have already. This will enhance our creativity and will strengthen our leadership skills. And lastly, this is an observation I am sure you are all very well acquainted with. Much like Cruella faced many hardships in her life, she also faced lots of rejection. But she learned about the art of rejection. Cruella was incredibly rejected as a child by friends, her family, her own mother, by the industry in which she wanted to work. She had it tough. And again, the struggle is there for everyone. Everyone struggles and everyone has rejections. But that doesn't mean that you need to let them define you, your career, or your path to success. But how do you handle rejections in your career? And as a leader or as a manager, how can, you, how can rejection affect or fuel your creativity and in turn your identity as a leader? Cruella was aware of this rejection and at some point she faces her past and her future and accepts her reality. Once you come to terms with the fact that you will be rejected, criticized, and sometimes ridiculed for the way that you create, that acceptance becomes the catalyst that will help you love your art even more. Being okay with criticism is important. It makes you better and it challenges you. It strengthens your abilities as a leader. Learning to accept, appreciate, and understand rejection and criticism will fortify ability, your abilities as a leader. You'll find that you are more motivated to take risks, prove yourself, and in turn, be prepared for your professional career. Your skills and talents, as a result, shine so much brighter. Cruella is a highly misunderstood character, and I think we really come to terms with that in the new Emma Stone movie. Yes, she's crazy, she kills puppies, and she wears freaky eye makeup. But she's also such a confident and strong woman who has defined herself not by her struggles and not by her dark moments, but by her passions and her talents. There are a number of things that we can learn from her, many in which we've already uncovered. And although she's not a perfect human, I definitely think that you should steal her style, set audacious goals like her, take risks and own up to your knowledge and accept rejection. It's a shame she's a villain, but I guess that's why we have a podcast just for villains. Give them a chance and you'll see why. Alrighty, thank you so much for listening to the third episode of the Villainous Manager podcast. If you're a manager, leader, or creative, and this is your first time, welcome to the Villainous fam. Make sure you tune in every Monday and listen to a new episode. Next week, we're diving deep into the ocean to find the sassy sea witch, Ursula. See you then.